and welcome folks to episode 47 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. The Ilya Kuriakin to your Napoleon Solo. What? I don't... <laughs> I don't get that one. Is that Star Trek? What? Say it again. Ilya Kuriakin to your Napoleon Solo. No, I don't. I don't, I don't oh, know. Mate, the there's going to be people screaming. Is it? Is uh, it a really obvious radio. one? Let's, let's do some twenty questions. Um, go on, fire away. Is it from a movie? Yes and no. Oh, that's helpful. Is it? Or yes and something else. Is it from a TV series? Yes. Is it American? Yes. Oh my word. Is it still on television? No. Is it science fiction? No. Is it fantasy? No. Is it crime? Yes. Ish, yes. Was it on in the 80s? No. Was it on in the 90s? No. Was it on in the noughties? No. Oh, wow. Okay. The 70s? No. The 60s? Yes. Bloody hell, the 60s. That's why I thought it'd be well up your street. Yeah, man. I'm quite surprised. What's what's going on? What's happening? Uh, how many questions have I had? Probably too many. That's not... I think that was, that's about 14. About 14. A famous show in the 60s crime. It's not Starsky and Hutch, is it? No. no. That would be Starsky, Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I give up. Put me out of my misery. Uh, let me give you a clue. Okay. That's the theme tune. Is it? I don't recognise it. Although I like it. Great. That's some great 60s jazz flute going on there. I tell you what, if you've not seen any of these, then like you've you've got a weekend sorted. Have I? Have I really? <laughs> <laughs> it was remade recently into a film. Remade recently into a film. That's that's not really that's not really helping. They remake everything nowadays. It had Superman in it. Oh, the Man from Uncle. Yeah. I have seen the Man from Uncle. And the series. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Okay. Well, there you go. There we are. Well, that, that that was three and a half minutes well spent podcasting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep it tight this week, don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not like we've got loads of content. <laughs> <laughs> well, good evening, my man. Thank you for that. No problems. Anytime. I, I love a bit of 60s jazz flute. I used to play the 60s jazz flute, I thought. Uh, well, there isn't an instrument I can't play, to be honest. You know, Multi-instrumentalist. I'm, yeah, I'm quite an accomplished flutist. Floytist. Yeah, quite an accomplished floytist. Uh, I don't know who, who's a famous jazz flute player. You, mate. Well, yeah. Aside from me, uh, that what's his name? Herbie Mann. You wouldn't know. Is that car. 
Herbie Mann. Oh, of course you know. Of course you know who Herbie Mann is because little known fact for listeners actually. Oh, here we go. We, we've we've talked about this many times that Andy actually looks a lot younger than he in fact is, and I do believe back in the seventies Herbie Mann had a little bit of a crisis of confidence around jazz flute. It was the age of rock. It was the age of punk. He was a little bit concerned that the musical heart of jazz flute w- wouldn't survive. And weren't you in a in a, a jazz duo with him doing your piano at one point for a little while for a little while yeah toured the world didn't you very popular in in the far east especially uh, japan uh, of course yeah it's always japan music is very popular out there yeah yeah so what, what i don't sorry i don't know what i was thinking of course you know who herbie man is yeah there we go right well nearly nearly at, nearly at six minutes now <laughs> let's talk some dice masters so uh yeah good evening my good man Good how evening. Are, how are you today? I'm very well. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I wouldn't say I was great, but I wouldn't say I was awful either. I'm just plowing right through the middle. Oh, is there any reason for that? Not really. Uh, just a little bit of tiredness from a busy couple of days in work. And then some stuff that's going on with the house that I won't bore anybody with because it's just super boring. And then my kids have just been real arses getting into bed tonight. Oh, well, let's, let's cheer you up now. Yeah, please do. What have you got for me? What have I got for you? Yeah. Um, well, my gaming for the last two weeks. Should we get into some actual content? Yeah, let's do that. What have you been playing? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> 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 well, we have had, and we will be speaking about in-depth analysis of the MOD PDM. Uh, that's coming up stage soon, so a little bit of practice for that and... Uh, that didn't help at all, and the actual event itself, which was great. Mm. Other than that, I've not really done any board gaming or other gaming. However, have had a few nights of Apex Legends. Oh, you've been back on the Apex. Back on the Apex level 86, I believe I am currently. Right, okay. Would you yeah. like to know what level I am? Are you level 100? Not quite, 94. 94, wow. Yeah. Um, me and uh, Javier, aka J Dog, and Rob Shaw, <laughs> aka R Shizzle, and myself, Andy, aka A Bomb, uh, the three musketeers of Apex have been running around getting shot on the head every which way possible. Uh, so I did that the last few nights. But that's about it. I was. Well, I was, say that's about it. I was, I was watching your stream. I was watching your stream on. I think it was Sunday night. Was it Sunday night? I was watching it. Uh, Sunday or Monday. Yeah, I've watched a couple of your streams now. Yeah, you're getting better, that's for sure. Yeah, if you are interested, I can let you know what my Twitch, what's it called, handle? Is that what it's called? I don't know. It's not that great, but we do it really to share for the friends that aren't available to join in. But if you're really interested and you want to see some top-end computer action, let us know. <laughs> Top end computer action, really. Yeah, that's what the uh, professionals call it, isn't it? Yeah. We streamed a game last week. We did, didn't we? Well, in fact, we've been streaming games quite regularly now. Pretty much we... every Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. After we record, we get a game on. Yeah, and we usually put one of the games out. We, we didn't. We only streamed one of our games last Wednesday, though, because after the stream, we got we got our secret nationals preparation teams out. Which is going really badly, by the way. Well, not for me. That Common Kate Bishop's theme is solid. 
I can't see me. Well, I suppose that's why you're saying it's going so badly, though, because you've not been playing that team and you've been on the receiving end of that mighty card. It's a beast. Yeah. How about you? What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Let me think. So, non-Dice Masters related, some stuff with the kids. Past the Pandas was out just earlier today. We, we, we got something out last week as well. What was it? Oh, Kung Fu Zoo. You know, that's still retains its popularity some number of months later from Christmas now. Me and the Hashtag Competitive Wife have fallen behind a bit on our Pandemic Legacy, though. Oh dear, we need to catch up. Yeah, we do need to catch up. Busy weekends getting in the way. She volunteers, my wife, so she's been doing some volunteering stuff over the weekend. I've obviously had things like MOPDMs going on, uh, so we'll get back on that. But Dice Masters related, uh, obviously the MOPDM, the games with yourself that we've been streaming. Um, and then down at the FLGS, we did Translucent Dice Only. Ooh. Yeah, that's a bit different. So all your dice, you have to be able to hold it up to the light and see the light coming through them. And I, I dug out a card that I've owned for some time, but never really got around to playing with, and that was uh, King Black Bolt. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite good. Well, I put two Wincons on the team. I had King Black Bolt, and I had Larflees uh, with Inset Plague. Right. So uh, King Black Bolt, and then uh, I was using Mogrok from the... Uh, Warhammer 40k Orcs War team pack, who's got a global pair shield, target character gets plus one defense. So the plan was, although it didn't really happen so much, was to get King Black, Black Bolt out and then just hammer his defense up using Mogrok, targeting him with the global and ping away uh, like a maniac. Uh, but in uh, a format where you can't manipulate your energy quite as well because there's no energy fixes or, you know, um, what's the what's the action? Somebody mentioned it to me. Pulled. Pink. No, um, the one that lets you swap a character out. Jesus. Oh, I say nowhere. Misdirection. No, not no, because the, the the problem with the King Bat Bolt is that it's the four energy and you can't use a question mark. Oh yeah, is this nowhere or the other one? Might be nowhere. What's the Might prison? Be. I can't remember. But that one, someone out there will know. Someone put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> someone put it in the comments there's a whole strategy about getting him uh, so uh, he only hit the table once which was sad I, I struggled to buy him all game long but the control I put in there was great <laughs> <laughs> cracking bit of control going on I used that Enchantress the uh, 6 cost that is basically like a, a pumped up oracle the one that makes your opponent pay one to use a global or an action dice um, oh yeah yeah, and then I had Captain Cold's Cold Gun as well. So, yeah, fun though, fun. Like, I like it. It put me in a position to dig out some cards and dice that I don't often use. Tried out a super rare that I've been meaning to try out for like ages. So, yeah, that was cool. It is nowhere, by the way. It is nowhere. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I might go. I might revisit it. Go have a little go because I, I I enjoyed it. I just couldn't quite get him out when he did come out. It works perfectly. It's 50% of the time. works 100% of the time. That's Yeah, that's the one. So there you go. There's my, there's my gaming life. There's my stuff that's been going on. So uh, if there's any UK listeners, just to momentarily tangent, it, it is Wednesday today. Wednesday the 22nd as we're recording. Uh, so by the time this goes out on Monday, we'll be in X-Men Forever release week. And it's Ooh, quite, mm, how it's exciting. Quite, I know it's uh, supposed to be dropping this week in the States, but I had word from a guy over at Asmodee saying that it's dropping next week. So I think Thursday is, is WizKids. Yeah, it's usually a Thursday, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. 
So keep your eyes open for that one, folks. Get your pre-orders done. That's not bad at all. A week difference. Uh, no, that is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, believe that. it when believe it when we see it. I suppose is the <laughs> is the commentary <laughs> on that. But he must have been pretty confident because I wasn't chasing. He just emailed me out of the blue, so he must have been pretty confident about it. I'd have thought. So yeah, that's that's some good news. That's some good news, and it's the UK Games Expo a week on Friday. Crikey, that came up quick. Yeah, yeah, it's come around pretty fast. Uh, sadly, no, no Dice Masters UK Nationals taking place there. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a tent in some field somewhere, isn't it? Who knows? Who knows what's going on on that front, my man? We'll just have to exercise some patience. In fact, it's quite a good idea. We could do a bit the great British Dice Off. Ministry <laughs> of Dice Presents. <laughs> yeah. Put up a big tent in some uh, in the grounds of some stately home somewhere. Yeah, get a couple of presenters on the go, shipping <laughs> ship some team brewing experts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dog's trying to get in. All right. Oh, it's raining. It's not raining. Hold that thought. And he's back. And he's back. Yeah, so a lot, lot's going on on these shores. Gaming cool. related, not necessarily all Dice Masters though, so that's good. I don't think there's anything else. Should we, should we have a chat about what we've got coming up in the episode then? Let's do it. Let's do it. So as, as Andy mentioned before, last not this weekend, but the weekend before, we had the MOD PDM take place at the Crescent Gaming Consortium in Leamington Spa. We recorded some live audio on the day. We'll have a little bit of a chat about how we felt it went, and then a bit of a talk about the teams that people were playing and kind of what what was going on, just just give you a bit of a uh, an event report. Uh, then, with X-Men dropping in the States this week and dropping over here next week, we'll move on to a good old classic Ministry of Dice pick of the week, where me and Andy have taken a look over the cards from the campaign box and the associated team packs and pick something that stands out to us to, uh, to have a little chat about. And I think that's... Is that it this week? Is there something else? Did you need more? No, I don't think so. I think the MODPDM yeah. one's quite long, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's more enough for our listeners' ear holes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Yes, boys and girls, welcome back. And last weekend was the MOD PDM event that took place at the Crescent Gaming Consortium in Leamington Spa. I think I said that in the intro. If, if you're new to the podcast and you, you've, you're not aware of what we're talking about right now, I suppose we should put contextualise it for anyone who is unaware as to what we're talking about. Would you like to do the honours, my man? Don't mind if I do. Yeah, go ahead. So, the Ministry of Dice Presents Dice Masters are events that we put on across the UK over the course of the year uh, to um, uh, play different formats. We did one constructed this time round. Last time we did uh, single affiliation, so we'll change it up a bit. Yeah, uh, we've done Global Escalation and Golden before now as well. Yeah, we set them up really informally. So, uh, there is uh, Chris's mystery prize box mm. where each uh, game that you win in a round so even if you lose your round but you've won a game uh, you get a raffle ticket that you can draw at the end of the event uh, and the raffle ticket corresponds to a random prize out on the table uh, all of which are pretty good quality thank even you better than that really good quality actually those um what are those uh, models you had the the statues uh well there were there were a couple of different ones but i th- think a, a few of them came home didn't get 
picked out in the raffle. It was the Q figures, maybe. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. very cool. Uh, so, so, yeah, so even if you're, you're crap, you can come along and get some uh, prizes. If you're good, then you've got some really good prizes on the top end. Uh, we do a play all day strategy, which has come to know as the MOD style tournament. Yeah. Um, which is uh, internationally renowned. Mm. Uh, and that is there's no top cuts so if you've come for a day of gaming if you've come to try it out and have a day out of it uh, you're going to play all day doesn't matter if you lose we're not going to kick you out the door at lunchtime and tell you to go and get a coffee and bugger off Uh, you're in for all the games we usually get about five games in yeah uh, throughout the course of the day so you're you're in for a good day a good a good day of gaming um uh, or a good day of gaming Put me out of my misery. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. I'm, I, it, it's tempting it's just to leave you <laughs> flapping about. Uh, yeah, that's right. So it's a Swiss event, uh, Swiss rounds all day. The, the intention with the mystery prize box is that each of the prizes has got a raffle ticket attached to it. Every game you win on the day, you receive a raffle ticket. So even if you're on for a loser and you're not having such a great day, all you have to do is pull a couple of game wins out. And even though you might not rank quite highly over the whole day, there's a bit of swag for you to take away at the end to, to make it all worthwhile. Although I say that, the gaming itself is worthwhile because the community, certainly the regulars who turn up for these, are just a top-notch bunch of guys. Especially us two. Of course, naturally, yeah. and and that that is must be an attractive element to the whole thing as well, because you you may well get paired up with me or me, but probably mostly me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I gave away my first autograph this weekend. Mm. Yes, that's right. Mark has has managed to complete his his set now on his playmat. He's got both of us on there. He's not got Tony though, has he? No, that would be a bit harder to acquire, perhaps. I think it probably is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we had 10 players rock up on the day, which is uh, a decent number. We've, we've had higher in the past, but always happy to get a game on the go nonetheless. Uh, in fact, Martin, if you're listening, drop me an email or send me a note. We missed you, man. Yeah, we missed you, both. We're expecting you. We yeah, actually, in the first VT, we think you, we think you're drawing up in the car park. <laughs> yeah. So uh, get in touch. Let us know you're all right. Uh, but ten players, nonetheless. Crescent Game Consortium are, have always been friends of the podcast. Always friends of the game. Very kindly uh, offered to host. It's a quite a nice sort of central location for people to be able to get to, isn't it? Yeah, it's cracking. It's just off, off the motorway as well. So yeah. you, you bang down the motorway couple of corners and then you're there unless of course there's loads of traffic and you have to go through the middle of nowhere to get there like you did yeah man so uh, that, we, we started up a bit late because there'd been an accident on the m40 which delayed myself and a couple of other players so the sat nav kind of gave me a detour to get off the motorway and go through these these kind of back roads and you, you know you're in a very different part of the country uh, a different kind of level of affluence when you drive through a village and the dry cleaners isn't called a dry cleaners it's called the cleaner of fine clothing you've not got one of them uh, no <laughs> no i haven't no uh, as if you go to the dry cleaners don't you send your guy i, I have a dry cleaner <laughs> yeah. i'm a permanent employee in the basement <laughs> The uh, the car garage in the village as well. You're like up oh, the road from me, it's Volkswagen and Skoda. The car garage in the village we drove through was Rolls Royce. I'm not kidding, yeah. not kidding. But yeah, we got we got started a little late, but there was ten players there, all set and ready to go. It was modern constructed that we played on the day. So I think what we'll do now, we'll jump into, we'll play the the live 
round-by-round round update for you now. Uh, should we just do them in a row? What, one after the other? Yeah. Okay. Errol, roll VT? Yeah. And then we'll come back and have a chat about the teams and stuff. Cool. All right, well, good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Chris. You all right? Yes, I'm okay. Here we are outside the Crescent Gaming Consortium in Leamington Spa. It's quarter past 11. We're running a bit late. We're running a bit late. I only just arrived due to uh, an accident on the motorway. Is that Martin pulling in there? That might be the player we're waiting for that's just pulling up. Yeah, we're in the car park right now, just getting a little bit of tape laid down. Um, we've got 11 players in total. Uh, yep, yeah, 11. Is that that's good? Having just arrived I've not really got yeah. the lay of the land very well I've just rocked up so I couldn't tell you anything about what type of teams people have got or nothing yeah we're just going to get our dice on yeah so what a, what a tremendous intro we've just <laughs> we've full just of insight it's modern constructed we'll be um, playing Dice Masters we'll tell you more when we uh, we know more yeah we'll come back after round one see you in a bit folks Okay then folks, here we are then, so that's the end of round one. How have you done so far, Mr England? Done all right, trying a bit of control. Gone <laughs> one-one with uh, Mr Forward, so we're happy with that. Can't yeah, complain. I wandered over after my game finished, I was quite surprised to see the team that you're playing, because mm-hmm. it's not the one that we've been practising with. No, I, I ditched that last night and built a brand new team, with all the bits <laughs> I was really comfortable with playing with. Did you get your 100 reps in? Yeah, it took me a while. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's why you look so tired today. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Well, I've uh, yeah, my first round I've gone two and zero, so that's a, a win on the board for me. Yeah, for, uh, close games though. Unblockable Ant Man. I got hit for a, a, an astonishing hit at one point, and I thought it was all over, but managed to pull it back. Um, cool. Thankfully, that Ant Man ended up getting buried in the bag and didn't churn around very quick. What are you playing today? I've got my Boom Boom list today. Ah, uh, that one. Yeah, it's got my Boom Boom list. Yeah. A uh, little bit tinkered with. I'm trying out the Dragonborn Sorcerer for a bit of a change of flavour. Oh, yeah. Make note of that for you, US yeah. Nats teams. Yeah. Um, so my thrown brick just it goes up from a one point hit to a two point hit. Very nice. Yeah, which gets rid of unwanted Black Widows. <laughs> 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 All right, well, okay, onwards and upwards. They're just figuring out the next set of pairings, so we'll get cracking on in the next round. We'll be back at the end of round two. All right, folks, well, we're outside the. Crescent Gaming Consortium, keep saying the name, get that promotion out there. It's We've finished up round two, we've had a bit of lunch. Andy is still, actually, presently eating his lunch. I'm having a wagon wheel. A wagon wheel? Not a wheel. I don't, do they have wagon wheels outside? Is that like a UK thing, or is it...? I think it's a UK thing. Yeah? Yeah. Well, TJ will know what we're talking With jammy rolls. Uh, jammy rolls. Yeah. They'll have some version of it, yeah. 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 I love a wagon wheel. Takes me back to my childhood, that like lunchbox kind of stuff, that isn't it? Uh, in any yeah. case, you're round two, Andy. How did that go? Yeah, I got beat. Andy Spug took me to the cleaners with a very similar team. Uh, the, the, the current Central European national champion. Didn't stand a chance, did I? No, especially now that your best days are behind you. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. So I went, uh, yeah, I'm a tie. I've got one win and a tie now. Mm. So that was me and Seth. Um, Seth playing his collector list and I took the first game he took the second game then the third game we just couldn't complete it in time got to the end of turns and we both had lives left on the dial oh dear yeah oh dear I was so close so yeah. close I was I was a roll away from taking it but them's the breaks them's the breaks them is the breaks yeah it's uh, controlly stuff it's a bit hard isn't it um, well it takes 
I think it takes a sharper, more intuitive mind to play it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> right, well, well, we'll get rolling on to round three, and okay. we'll see how we're doing in a bit. Come back in a bit. So catch you later, folks. Bye-bye. Yes, ladies and gents, so here we are. We're continuing our MOPDM extravaganza, the event of the year. Who needs a, an official UK Nationals when you've got gameplay of this quality going on? High standards. High, high standards. So we've just finished up round three. Where are you up to now, Mr. England? Uh, I won it, so uh, one win, one draw and one loss. Very nice. good, yeah. So a full... Full stretch across the board keeps the keeps the even. Yeah, yeah. one one and one. Yeah, one one one. Yeah, one. I like that symmetry and all that. Yeah, yeah, even in so many ways. Well, I sir, I'm now on two wins and a tie. Ooh, I've just taken my third care. round. I just played against the Green Lantern team. Oh yeah. Yeah, with Good. the with the hawk girl and the you know dude. Dude. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, it was close. Yeah. It was close. That When it gets up to speed, it's terrified. Uh, and he also has a magic billy club that seems to always roll on action face. Oh, nice. And then always seems to roll my dice onto energy face. Yeah. Dirty, dirty. Um, so we're going to keep rolling on, ticking on, so on to round four. But I think I'm actually top of the board at the minute. Well done, you. Oh, it's par for the course, isn't it? It's starting to get a bit normal on these parts. Still a few rounds to go yet. <laughs> I found my swing with my uh, control team by not buying any... Turning it into an aggro team, yeah. Buying two quick captains and throwing them repeatedly, yeah. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Sounds perfectly reasonable. All right, then we'll, we'll update at the end of round four. See you later, folks. Okay then, here we are, end of round four. I am starting to wane a bit. I'm feeling a wee bit tired, mate. Sleepy, I'm a bit sleepy too, yeah. Hiya, it's, yeah. My, a sleepy day in London Spa. My concentration was going in that last game, which was a shame because uh, I've had another tie this round. So I'm two wins, two ties now. Oh yeah, I tied as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, so oh, very good. One, 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 one win, one loss, and no, yeah, one win, one loss, two ties. Huh? So one two one, still one, two, symmetrical. One. Okay, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah good, keeping it even. That. Yeah, I like that. I've just played a collector team uh, that was centered around Nobby and Black Canary, so two win cons mm -hmm. there. Um, and you, you saw an infiltrate team. I did. Very very nice infiltrate infiltrate team. Obviously been practicing with it. It's one that it's um, it's a slow build, but when it gets going. It's, it's hard to stop with the Black Widow and the Angela and the Ricochet and all the prepping and the double damage. So, uh, yeah, really nice team. Good fun to play. Draw was about right. Happy with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased that someone's got an infiltrate team out. You okay? Yeah, you want, nice. I'm up. Appreciating your shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah you've so got a very nice t-shirt nice. on as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where did you get that from? Oh. I don't know, exclusive. Exclusive, specially made, handcrafted. Handcrafted, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're on to round five. I think Seth might be looking... So now I'm on two wins and two ties. I think Seth's on three wins and a tie. Ooh. Yeah, so I need Seth to tie or lose this round. And you need to win. And I need to win for yeah. it to, you know, even out. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, onwards then into the next round. Let's see how we fare. Yeah. I Right, here we are then, end of round five. Um, we've not we've not finished, like, the dude behind the counter, Jamie, is calculating it, but I'm pretty confident that today's winner's going to be Seth. Yeah, I think so. We've done the uh, basic maths, so mm. I think it's there. Yeah, so well done, Seth. Congratulations. Um, How did you end up? 
Oh, uh, so I've gone for two wins and three ties all day. Back to your ties. Yeah, Man. do you know? Do you know? Um, yeah, I need to have a think about what what's causing that because I can't quite get. I can pull one win out of two, and then get so close to the line on the third, and then run out of time. So I think it's a speed thing, a pace thing. Mm. Get get the uh, get the wing con moving quicker somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a few ideas, got a few ideas, but I have a tinker on that. And how, how have you ended up, my man? Uh, I've done all right. I've ended up two wins, two draws and a loss. Mm. So I'm quite happy with that, considering I built the team last night and <laughs> played control before. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good little run. Yeah, best thing about the control team with a collector, don't buy the collector and just buy everything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just ain't doing it right, dude. No, no. You just ain't doing it right if that's how you're rolling. Let me check that. Yeah, that's still going. I thought he'd stopped on us. All the Cree captains and all the Cree's men can <laughs> put the collector together again. <laughs> well, we're going to kick uh, into the... Yeah, that was very good. It made me chuckle. Made me lols. Made me lols. Lol. We, uh, we're going to kick into the raffle in a minute then, once we've got all the final standings calculated and figure out who's who's got what raffle tickets. Oh, and get yeah. some prize giving prize done. Who's going to have the wooden spoon? I don't know, we've all like ties and wit. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Losses, I'm so not sure. Be, uh, There's been a lot of action today, yeah, so we'll have to one. see how it pans out. So we'll find out momentarily. Yeah, so we go, folks. So there's our round-by-round, round, blow blow-by-blow account on the day. So uh, in terms of final standings, that uh, Seth did indeed win the event. Congratulations to you, Seth. Yeah, because I don't think we confirm it at the end. We just because Seth was still playing while we were recording that last section, weren't they? Yes, yes, he was, and he did take the crown. Yes, well done, Seth. Uh, and I took the second place. And I took third place. Yeah, I don't know how, how that happened. Paid off Jamie, who was doing the... <laughs> who was doing the... Name. Yeah, don't joke, man. I think there was... Um, I'm, I'm not sure the rankings in the middle were quite right. I gave him my autograph. That was fine. He needed the 50p, did he? <laughs> 50p? Yeah, well... well yeah, I signed a 50p, that was it. With a, with, a bit of, uh, with a bit of postage on eBay, that autograph will go for 50p. Anyway, um, yeah, so let's have a chat about the team. So Seth's winning team was a collector build. In fact, the collector was was quite a popular or villain-centric teams that were utilising the collector were, were certainly very popular. So lots of Nobby, lots of Cree Captain, the one that gets bigger, Danger Rooms, uh, the collector himself, Black Canary, the one that villains can't block you know lots of kind of villain centric builds about uh, and Seth's team was a very villain focused build so, so I think that's quite interesting in terms of what's going on in the UK meta there that the collector remains a popular card and you know one that seems to do well in our tournaments for I mean I can't explain why but it tends to because Seth and myself went second and third at Nats with the collector last year as well yes um, yeah, so lots of that going on, which I'm a big fan of. I've, I've always, it's well documented. My feelings on the collector, I love that that kind of wombo combo janky fun that he introduces, and he, he's a natural fit to to villainous shenanigans. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, I had to go with him myself. You did, yeah. In fact, uh, we should. I, I do. I don't know if we say it in the live recordings, but you'd been struggling to get a team together for a while. You couldn't quite find something that felt right, so you just sort of chucked that together the night before, didn't you? I did. We try. We try different things, and it, it just didn't seem to have that extra edge. It was fun. It was good. It won sometimes. It lost sometimes, but it didn't have that kind of je ne sais quoi. 
Uh, so uh, the nice. night before on the Friday night, I just binned it all and built a uh, collector team that I've never pl- I've played against you a number of times. So I had a good idea of what it does, but I've never actually bothered to put it on my own play mat and rocked up with that. It was great. Yeah. So lo- lots of collector knocking around. I tell you what did stand out was pretty popular though was the unblockable characters being backed up by the parasite. Yeah, that's one to watch. That is definitely parasites left, right, and centre. Yeah, so there was Pox Yeah, Ant Men, allies with the Insect Play Global. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so just means of making your dice unblockable, backed up by the Parasite. And uh, that combo uh, that James Bloor used in the One Big Weekend, where he was pumping up his Parasites with the uh, not Villainous Pact, the Outsider, yeah. was also popular. So definitely one to look out for there. It's um, annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. I tell you what, so I, I actually I anticipated that it might be around and I put Kate Bishop Hawkingbird on my team for her Bistraction Global. But what I was finding is I wasn't using the Global a great deal because with the low cost of your Poxwalkers, your Ant Men, your cheap allies that you could make unblockable, and the Parasite himself is only a two cost, people were then able to kind of divert their purchase order to get Wonder Woman Child of Clay. She was around a lot to, to defend against Globals. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, even though I'd put a bit of tech on thinking there's going to be some blockable stuff going on this weekend, uh, I found myself very rarely using it, which, which is something to, to put some thought into. Shriek uh, could do it. Well, um, Shriek in the Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned Shriek. I think nine out of the ten, she was on now, nine to ten teams. Well, technically, yeah, nine out of the ten teams, I think, had a Shriek. Oh, no, Seth didn't have a Shriek, I don't think. Oh, he's, he's going MOD style. Yeah, but, yeah. True Mr. Six style. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, she remains a very popular control piece, and you're absolutely right, shrieking that Wonder Woman. Um, so there might be a little kind of uh, bit of to and fro, back and forth, or, or, or having to look at alternative ways of teching against unblockable yeah. attacks. I found with Shriek that it got quite tactical, because if you shriek their win con then they shriek your shriek. Right, yeah. Well, that's so they, they, going on. Then they end up balancing each other out. And if you shriek their shriek, then they don't buy it. So it's often like you have to shriek the win con to get an extra turn before your shriek shriek. Shriekity shriek shriek shriek. Mm, yeah. I also noticed that a lot of people, uh, when they were playing villain-centric teams, they were relying on the danger room a great deal to increase the villain count for things like knobby attacks or big fat Cree captains to throw across the field. Yeah. Uh, I didn't but, bring... Didn't bring danger room. No, you didn't pop it in yours. You were going for your surprise grod, weren't you? I was. Yeah. So you know uh, works better on a collector team. Not buying the collector. <laughs> that's a that's a shock surprise. That takes them out when they uh, like oh collector purchase. Nope, not going to do that. Well, not in my experience, but there you go. Um, Strategy. <laughs> double bluff. Double bluff. Painted Andy England. Double bluff. Sure. Sure. Get, the, get that shriek wasted on the collector and then hit him with a, a, a hard purchase of a surprise Surprise grod. grod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the danger room, getting back to my point, uh, is loaded up with that uh, villain ping global. Yes. So, so uh, I recall in one of my games, I think it might have been with Spug, Spug was sort of casing out what what he was going to do and he's like, I'm just not going to buy that, sh- that shriek. He's just going to ping her off. 
you know, even even observe that fact and therefore didn't bother. It's just like that's just a just spending energy on something. And I suppose there's something to be said for well, you put me in a position there to have to spend two or three bolts every turn, which puts the pressure on me. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, my team being a direct damage team, that's not so much of a pressure, but other teams it might be. But you kind of you're rocking up with the answer to to your own control there, aren't you? In a way. You are, yeah, yeah. For the collect's got a big old bum on him. He has, yeah. Yeah, he has. Blob's got a big bum. Mm-hmm. One thing that surprised me was that nobody came with a fix-it or a gold dragon. I'd have thought somebody might have had a fix-it or a gold dragon knocking around. Yeah, I was, I was quite surprised. I thought we might have seen certainly one of the two. I considered taking a gold dragon because I was flicking through my cards and I saw it, but I've, 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 I didn't have time for my 100 games, so it wasn't much... Uh, wasn't much of an idea. I, I, I'd need to sit down and work out how Masters, like the Blorinator, gets that singing. Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of reasons why Gold Dragon, particularly. I think there's a couple of reasons why that didn't that didn't show up. I think the first one is that the uh, ownership of the Ring of Winter. You know, when we think about the players that were there, uh, how many people? I, don't, I mean, I didn't ask, but I'm I'm, I'm guessing really now. But I, I wonder how many people actually own a Ring of Winter to give that Gold Dragon team that pace that speed that it needs yeah um so that may have been one reason i think the, the other reason as well um and this kind of goes for fix it too is that perhaps here in the uk we're not so much into beat sticks i think our community is kind of likes wombo combo janky stuff broadly speaking you get a game out of it don't you yeah yeah um and especially at the mod pdm where we kind of the platform that we put it out on is to say this is about getting together, experimenting with teams. You know, even the description of the event was about it's a Nats rehearsal. You know, we're not taking this seriously. It's just like bringing the thing along that you want to try out, kind of event. So that may have also been another reason why. Um, I think fix it as well. People have recognised that Static Field, Global, Kate Bishop, Global. Um, you've got uh, characters like Poison Ivy. Yeah, that Wolfguard Terminator is one that I like. Mm. He he does both Green green Dragon, Gold Dragon, and Fix It. That was just stop him dead, wasn't he? As long as he's still there. Yeah, yeah. So maybe people have tried it out and found found themselves teched against. And uh, whereas a cheap, unblockable character with it getting pumped up doing two or three big hits is more of a challenge. You know, it's so get my six cost, fix it. I've got to put a load of cards in. You know, if we think to Lucan's Worlds teams, for example, I've got to get all these globals lined up to just plow all my effort and energy into getting that six cost character, banging them out in the field and hitting them hard. Boom, massive cannon shot. Um, so, so it just takes one Hawking Bird or one static field, and that big cannon, that, that shock and awe strategy is out the window because then you've got to go and get yourself a Madam Mask or a, or a Wonder Woman to prevent your opponent from using globals against you. Do you see what I mean? By yeah. which by which point fix it's been shrieked. Now this is all just you know I'm just just guesswork on my part, but I wonder if you know if it, um, so if there's any other players who were there on Saturday listening want to drop us uh, a note in the comments, just sort of say look you know I dismissed fix it or Gold Dragon because of this reason. I'd love to I'd love to get a feel for why. But overall, I think. In the UK meta, we are just more fans of 
themey or janky kind of stuff. We're not into beat sticks as much. Maybe. Yeah. Someone, someone correct me otherwise. I think also we've not had any other, well, we haven't had any competitive tournaments to sharpen our swords with. If that's a, that's quite a good analogy actually. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we don't know, you know, we, I suppose we, we are hedging our bets and, and going more with things that stop as much as possible. So like, for example, I had Shriek and Blob, I think, did I have Scarlet Witch? I think I had Scarlet Witch as well. So I was thinking, you know, action dice, I've got to deal with that. That might be really, you know, annoying. Double blanking, because if something comes at me, I might need to get rid of more than one thing. And so if you've got your beat stick and you have your beat stick against something that's uh, geared against it, you're stuffed. Yeah, yeah, and that just becomes a bit of a miserable time then, doesn't it? Yeah, so I think there's probably a bit of play it safe, have a, a, a variety of things that can um, protect you, and that villain team is a perfect one for it, because all the, the villain control and nastiness can protect you against them quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you, you know this, and listeners, will, uh, certainly regular listeners and readers of the blog will know this, I've always been a bigger fan of, I'd rather do two solid... 10 shot hits or three seven shot hits and have an assured win than going for the one turn kill trying to get all 20 lining up everything for a big 20 shot hit and i think maybe there's a number of players in our in our meta who feel the same way yeah and to be fair i've been trying to get that 20 shot hit and i've been failing miserably with everything i've been trying so far yeah, well maybe maybe you need to you know when it comes to uk nats maybe you need to fall back on a um on a fix it i mean gold dragon doesn't do the 20 shot hit no, but it's that that big smack at the start, and then the cycle round is quick. Yeah, just basically, there you go. Start the game on half life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, speaking of the rehearsal element of it, like Stu, our, our man Stu Dixon, Stu Art, he um, he was trying playing around with the Green Lantern, the the, the um, like the baby lantern ring, wasn't he? With his was, yeah. league build, so he was giving that a tryout. So has it got some some competitive heft? Will it work? Won't it work? You know, and he was kind of experimenting with his clayface global and stuff. So that that was really interesting to see. Um, but yeah, like mostly very dominated by that unblockable attack, backed up by a parasite pump globals. Um, that's that seemed to be the order of the day or collector collector combo kind of stuff. Yeah, I was very impressed with Alex's. Uh, infiltrating yeah well so uh, this was curious Uh, yeah I thought great job Alex Um, so he was the only player with a venerable dreadnought on the day he did and thank you for that my collector appreciated it (laughs) (laughs) well yeah there you go I mean that's that's the collector story that's just the that's the narrative (laughs) of a collector isn't it yeah Um, but so I think I, th- I think people we'd largely all dismissed it because of the prevalence of uh, Asian boobs, but the infiltrate team with with that uh, Black Widow Shadows bite there, isn't yeah, that, it's actually not that bad at all, is it? It, it was like a steam train because it started off like um, with quick purchase of Angela and Black Widow, both of four costs, I think. So you're buying them, and then they're all get they're all going in your bag, and then obviously you're dependent on drawing them over the next two, maybe three turns. But then Ricochet 
the one where you prep a dice every time you do is infiltrate. Yeah. Spot. I think he had the Space Wolfy one. The yeah. Grey Hunter. Sure. When when they're out, I was well on the back foot. So Boobs was doing that thing and half in the damage. But that's still like four or five damage a turn. Yeah. I was like, ah <laughs> so the t- and a timer has got short. Yeah. I've got like three turns to, to do something or I'm done for. Uh, and I drew against him and it was it was very enjoyable. Thank you very much, Alex. That was a great game. Yeah, well, thank you to everyone who came along. I, I enjoyed myself immensely all day long. It was some great dice rolling. Uh, no no easy wins. Uh, in fact, I, I pulled a lot of ties out of the bag. My, my team is very much who goes first, I think. <laughs> um, so no easy wins. Thank you for, to the Crescent Gaming Consortium as well for, for, yes. for hosting. We're going to look at getting our next date together. We might do something mid-summer, like a bit of a kind of a really casual sort of informal one. But keep your eyes and ears open. Depends on, the blog. on Nats, doesn't it? Yeah, we're kind of hanging on to see what goes on with Nats before we make a decision about our next date. So, but hopefully, you guys, uh, any UK players listening, uh, keep your eyes and ears open for the next MOD PDM date. Lots of swag, lots of fun, games all day, uh, and usually a fun little format for us to have a play around with as well. What a lovely little wrap up. Thank you, mate. Yeah, right. Uh, Shall we jump on to the next segment then? Pick up the week. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> yes welcome back dear listener and now to just kind of finish off the episode here we're going to do a pick of the week pick of the week yeah uh, so we sorry love that theme nostalgic very good there's a weird can you hear that weird sound on the line that's just me talking, mate. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you sound like Morph. <laughs> I thought I was Chaz and you were Morph. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, pick of the week. So it's X-Men Forever, Dark X-Men, and Uncanny X-Force, the campaign box and the team packs that we've selected a choice card from each uh, that we're going to share and discuss the reasons why we think it's a pick of the week, why, why we think it's one that we're going to play around with and have a have a little go of. So uh, we'll just get jump straight into it, shall we, my man? Would you like to go first, or shall I? Um, this one, Sidekicks. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, three. How many did you roll? Three. No, how many dice in total did you roll? Oh, eight. I did all eight. Did all eight. Okay, cool. Really more prepared before I come out. Here we go. One. Oh, first or second? I'll get mine done then. Well, I've got I've kind right. of I'm torn between two, so I need to pick one. Mm. One. I'll go with this one. I'll go with the non-predictable one. I was going to go for Sage, the Psionic Firewall, the one that makes fielding costs higher, but I think that one's been talked about quite a bit, so I'm going to go for... Uncharted Territory, because we discussed it beforehand, and now we don't know if we've got the same one or not. Yeah, I know. I've just I've just messed things up. Uh, I'm going to go for Danny Moonstar, Empathic Illusion Casting. She's a two-cost oh, mask with the X-Men affiliation. Is it the same one? No, it's not actually. <laughs> yeah, two cost maths with the X Men affiliation. Her game text reads When Danny Moonstar is blocked, re roll the blocking character die. If it rolls an energy face, place it in the use pile and deal two damage to its controller. 
If it rolls a character face, it remains blocking Danny Moonstar on its new level. And the stats read 0-1-1-0-2-1-1-2-2 with a max die of 4. And I think, if I'm interpreting the symbols correctly, she's from the campaign box. Cool. Yeah, so there you go, Danny Moonstar. So she's kind of like a miniature yellow lantern ring. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, but there's, there's kind of a few things that I sort of like about her. Uh, I, I like the fact that she's just cheap and cheerful. Yeah. Two-cost mask, very low fielding cost, although she's got the stats to kind of marry up with that, I suppose. Uh, you can get her out nice and quick, nice and early, start firing her down the field and putting your opponent in that, that difficult position where it's, well, if I block, there's this this 50-50 risk of me re-rolling, losing my character and taking two damage. If I don't block and let it through... Well, on level two and level three, she's doing two damage. So, you know, so the likelihood is that most people say, oh, I'll let her through to not take the chance of losing their character. Uh, and I just think there's loads of cool stuff you could possibly combo with that, you know. Mm. So it's not extravagant in any way, but I think you know, chuck a pump global on your team with her, get her out real quick, and you're just applying pressure to your opponent very, very yeah, quickly. Parasite. Yes. Uh, you're going to lose your control piece, or are you going to let through you know four five six yeah absolutely and the fact that they remain blocking her if they roll back in i think is quite interesting as well because uh, to me it's it's low risk two cost mask might cost me one fielding cost next turn if i roll her back in but for you it could be anywhere between two and x damage depending on how i set up my combo with her and you've got a tough decision to make when i throw her down the field Um, yeah so I kind of like that. She's a mass character, you know. Cheap mass characters uh, can be quite handy to have around uh, at the minute to plow into a number of useful mass globals that are knocking about. But actually, something just occurred to me: playing her with the yellow lantern ring might be an interesting turn of events. So they'd have to re-roll it twice. Well, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Maybe a rules yeah, lawyer out so. there could tell us. But yeah. Uh, as the active player, I suppose I could choose to trigger them and say, right, well, I'll do the yellow lantern ring first, roll it, okay, take the damage from the yellow lantern ring. Oh, no, uh, you've not, you've failed to re-roll it for the yellow lantern ring, okay, re-roll it for the Danny Moon star. <laughs> Would it not go into the Q system? Oh, God, don't, well, I can't even, you, neither you nor I are qualified to talk about that. <laughs> That's true. Although, <laughs> over in France, they don't have the Q system when they play Dice Masters. Uh, they don't. No, they don't know how to queue. It's stand-up comedy review night with Andrew England. <laughs> <laughs> Tip your waitresses. Yeah. Try the veal. Oh dear, we're getting we're in repeater land. I'm sure we've made that joke before. Down and uh, so not, not a great deal else to say about Danny Moonstar. Just I think it's cheap, cheerful, fun. Uh, it probably isn't competitive, probably a bit of casual fun, but I don't know, there might be. Uh, I think there's just lots of combo opportunities of things that can pump up a, attack strength or do other fun stuff. Fun such stuff. I like the fact that the re-rolled dice goes into the use pile. So if you can manipulate a situation where your opponent's forced to block her, yeah. that's, that's quite nice. Although right now, I can't think of a way to do it. Doomlance, there you go. That's an idea. So, yeah, not a great deal, well, but there you go. Just just cheap, cheerful fun, I think. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Well, it wasn't Danny Moonstar. Wasn't that your name when you were a musician? No. That was your stage name? No. Oh. What was no. I getting confused with? I think you were getting confused with the Vegas stage show that I was part of. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, not when I was in the band. No, you're Spanky O'Hara. Was that right? Was when you were in the band? No, so Spanky O'Hara. That was that was the name I used in that movie I did. Oh no, we're not supposed to mention that. No, no, that's a show. I know absolutely, and and you did promise your mum that you wouldn't bring that up again. Moving on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My choice. See, I'm I'm torn between two as well. Actually, three, but let's let's say two. Okay. Um, Actually, fourth, if I'm if I'm honest. Notable mention that Iceman, I think, is going to be yeah, he's pretty going to be a thing. big on the meta, but that seems a bit obvious. Yes, yeah, you know, magic missile, go to the attack step. There's yeah. ten damage in your face. Absolutely. So I went for Emma Frost, mental mistress. Ooh, blimey! Uh, okay, R- refresh my memory. I've got no recollection of this one. That I will. Uh, it's a four-cost shield. It's got the X-Men affiliation. And listen to this. It is while Emma Frost is active, when an opponent declares a character die as an attacker or blocker, they may not attack or block with any other copies of that die this turn, including sidekick dice. And it was that little bit in brackets, including sidekick dice, that kind of hooked me in. Right. Um, she's one three five one four six two five seven, so she's got the big old stats of uh, her, you know, UXM equivalent. Sure. It's the same dice. Uh, and yeah, and, and the thing that, that triggered it for me was that it's going to give you a bit of defense against attackers. So if they're attacking, they can't basically attack with more than one character or the same character. Is that an actual sentence? I don't know. You, you were on fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, you know, we talked about sidekicks no end last last episode. Yeah, and how they were the the tipping point when it came to teams like Bard and Beholder. Uh, so you, you're not you're only going to get one of each character. So anything that's trying to swarm and hit you for six. I'm trying to think of a modern example, but I'm failing. Uh, certainly, yesteryear things like Guy Gardner or Batiri Battlestack. There's one that you might want to throw down uh, a few and uh, attack with all at once. Uh, anything like that is not going to do it. Mostly as a sidekick, though. And then on the flip side, when you're attacking, they're not going to be able to wall up sidekicks because only one can block. Yeah. Freeze up the things like the control pieces again, collector, blob, shriek. Uh, they may have to block with them or make that choice similar to your um, pick of the week. Well, you know, do I block with shriek or do I um, or I let some damage through? And if you know there's a pump or there's some way of uh, manipulating the attack stats, that could be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it. So I suppose the when you see a character like that, you kind of immediately focus on one element or the other. And I hadn't really thought about the impact of attacking and not allowing your opponent to block with more than one sidekick. Cause many people use, you know, your chump block strategy, don't they? Exactly. So, um, yeah, that was my shot. Again, with these, I've said it before, I'm not one that can really pick, put together a team or think of how a character works without running it through the washing machine and giving it a good go. So when I pick up the set, next week or this week as this episode drops yeah um, she'll be certainly hitting the uh hitting the play mat and seeing if she's as good as i think she is having a little go with her yeah her fielding costs are a little painful aren't they yeah but she's only a forecast and she's got a big old bum on her five six seven yeah and she's x-men affiliation so there's lots of stuff you can you can do with that as well isn't there there's a lot of x-men uh 
faffing. I was flicking through the cards. There's quite a lot of synergies and mm. making them. I've, I've, do you know what I haven't gone through? Because there's a lot that make them cheaper, aren't they, to purchase? Is there? There's a, there's a sure there's a few different cards that all. Well, make I think there's a cy- there's a cyclops in there that definitely brings the purchase cost down. There's definitely more than one. Oh. And um, you wonder what the the top end price cards are. You know, is that relevant if they're all quite cheap? But there you go. Yeah, but I'll have to, to look flick at. through. Yeah, something to have a look at. Yeah, very good. Okay, there you go then, Emma Frost. Thank you, mate. No props. Glad I could surprise you. Cool. Uh, well, as always, we're interested to know your thoughts, dear listener, on either of those cards or the X-Men um, upcoming sets, what your pick of the week would be. I think that's, you're right. There is some fairly predictable, obvious ones like the Iceman Hope, you know, that we're going to be seeing a lot of people make use of. I'm currently halfway through drafting a, uh, an article about Energize uh, that I may or may not ever get round to finishing. <laughs> Um, so yeah drop us a note in the comments or um, sting us a message and we'll we'll read out your note next episode if there's something that's caught your eye that you think you're going to have a little play with or you've got an interesting combo brewing at the back of your mind uh, that you're happy or willing to share maybe not this close to that but we'll see yeah yeah, very good. I okay. not. It's, it's the quiet time, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's been very. No cool. one's going to give away anything. No, no. There's. Yeah, it definitely feels a bit like that out and about. But US Nancy's only around the corner, so that'll that'll open the floodgates then. It will be interested to see how uh, what different teams get uh, brewed up, ready for the SmackDown. Yeah, I know. I've definitely had a few messages asking for the Kate Common Kate Bishop build. Yeah, don't give that away. I've not. No, I've absolutely not. Of course not. Good work. Cool. All right, then. Excellent. Well, we'll wrap that one up there. On to the next segment. And here we are, then, folks. Oh, see, this is you calling out that you use the same ending has now got in my head. I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've we've enjoyed enjoyed recording. recording. Uh, All things must come to an end, and this brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Ministry of Those podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed recording it. Um, I don't think there's any... We haven't got anything like to call out. Uh, Go check out the YouTube channel. Um, We stream live games on a Wednesday, although I must point out, actually, that not this week, but next week we won't be streaming a game because I'll be sunning myself in my old Very nice. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, Do you know what? We've not mentioned something. What's that? We coloured dice. Oh, yeah, the uh, Nationals participation things. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, I, I hope and suspect it's just the lighting in the photograph. I expect they're more amber. Yeah, or gold, you know, like championship. Gold colour. Oh, I like that. Now, that would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. We'll see on that one. We'll see on that one. Yeah. So head on over to the YouTube channel, uh, like and subscribe, click the bell, and all all that stuff. <laughs> and all that stuff. How are we doing with uh, hashtag Catch the Cookers? Oh, it's time for an update. We've got loads of stuff in the intro. It's all that um twenty questions. Uh yeah, that's right. York will be shouting. Troy will be shouting at, at his wherever he's listening to this right now because he, he called me out last week and said you did the wrap up and then I looked at my phone and there was still five minutes left on the podcast because we, we do this all the time 
set a six minute timer then uh, yeah. <laughs> we are hitting 52 subscribers Woo, 52 it's a snowball effect 948 to go it's so close <laughs> so close yeah it's just a matter so yeah. close. I think we've run out of Dice Masters players now is that yeah all 52 of us <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, go check out the YouTube channel. Uh, there's also the BritRoller6.com blog, uh, and I suppose m- most specifically the MOD PDM team list that we were chatting about a little earlier on in the episode are all listed on there. But um, but it's very juvenile. It's very juvenile. Yeah, it's the kind of yeah the humour in there is very juvenile. Very juvenile. Check the comments on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no more Magnus. Mm. Hey, you know, at the end of the day. Not a lot of people know that. If if people don't want to read, don't read. (laughs) Well, that that, that is insightful. Yeah. Well, I I realise it's insightful. But sometimes we forget that. You know, I'm as as guilty of that as others. Just just scroll past. Don't click the link. Um, No, no, do click the link. And and if you are going to share some feedback, you know, just state the facts. Just state the facts. Just state the facts. Yeah. If you don't like it, lump it. Well, there's an element of that too. Um, so, yeah, go check out the team list on the BritRoller6.com blog. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time. But in the meantime, I've been Chris, a.k.a. True Mr. Six. Uh, and I've been Andy, a.k.a. I had one. And oh, then we you? went off on a tangent. Oh, sorry. But how, how are we going to get you through this? <laughs> how are we going to get... You know what? I've just been on form tonight, so I'm surprised I forgot. You have. Um, although, see, the thing is now, right, because when I edit it, I'll tidy up some of your dithering. And you saying that I've been on form tonight won't really make sense to the listener. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. I'm, I might leave in the bit where you go and let the dog out. <laughs> um, I've been Who Andy, a.k.a. I am inevitable. <laughs> excellent see you in two weeks folks bye 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 that we put together for the UK base there let's start that again so the uh, Ministry of Dice presents Dice Masters is events that we put to get put up oh, what's wrong with me tonight I don't know but you've just you've just laid down a, a my outtake for the back end of the episode thank you very much oh it's been in to help right <laughs> now, so, uh,